This is Masters in Travel, a rendezvous with the intersection of travel and business to accelerate your success. I'm your host, Whitney Schindler, owner of Undiscovered Sunsets. Each week, we have one goal in mind, to provide advice, insights, and resources to help you maximize your potential. Get ready to become a master in travel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Masters in Travel. I'm your host, Whitney. As a travel advisor, I'm always striving to seek out new technologies, new destinations, new partners, new systems and software, new gift ideas for my clients, and quite possibly one of the more difficult finds, new ways to inspire and engage clients. Here with me today is Jennifer Razor, who is the co-founder and CMO of Approach Guides. Since 2009, Approach Guides has been the ultimate resource for curious travelers, reimagining the way that they explore destinations, connect with the local culture, and experience the world. Since then, they have also developed a destination content solution for travel advisors that includes expert curated multimedia content from videos to podcasts to articles, all that can be shared with a personal touch by a single click. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Whitney. It's great to be here. Approach Guide's multimedia destination content platform that includes inspirational, high-quality videos, articles, and podcasts empowers travel advisors to engage prospective and current clients with thought-provoking insights into destinations. And what makes this solution particularly valuable is how easy it is for advisors to share the content with guests. They can send it by email, text messages, itineraries, and proposals, boosting the impact in conversion. So when you and I met a little over a year ago at an industry event, I'm sure that you remember, I just about jumped up on the table with excitement when I met you and learned what Approach Guys was all about. I do. I do remember that. (laughs) I remember it like it was yesterday. It was like, you do what? Wait, tell me more. (laughs) So to get started, tell us more about Approach Guys and share with us a bit about the original inspiration behind building this content platform for travel brands. Yeah. You know, I remember that moment quite vividly as well. And the reason is, is because, you know, travel advisors, their business is really changing and the way that they communicate with clients is changing. It's shifting from this very pure transactional to a much more inspirational sale with your clients. And it's something where you're forming really deep relationships with clients. And some advisors are already there. Some advisors are headed there. And a lot of advisors don't totally get it yet, or they know pieces of it. So, you know, when we launched this platform, there's a lot of education that goes with this as well. And and that's why I remember because you had, not only did you get it, but you were mm-hmm. already doing some uh, some form of what we do. And uh, yes. and so for your listeners to explain a little bit, our destination content platform is really changing the way you can interact with your clients. We have, as, as Whitney mentioned, very inspirational multimedia content, videos, podcasts, um, books, films. And the unique thing about the content is most of the times when I say destination content, most people think of traditional guidebook-like content, where to go, what to do, what mm-hmm. to see in a given destination. And we don't do that. We focus on more aspirational content, focusing on what we call the quintessential aspects of a destination. It's art, 
history, music, food, those things that really make a destination unique and special. And and the, frankly, the reasons your tr- clients are traveling there in the first place. And then we're sourcing content to draw that out. So for any given destination, we could have a YouTube video of a museum curator talking about art your client might see in a destination, a BBC podcast on the city's history, or even a New Yorker or Guardian article talking about a local personality. We're not selling any products. We're really giving advisors the content so that they can sell any product better. And the inspiration behind this really came, we started out uh, creating guidebooks. So my husband and I, uh, we have a series of about 45 guidebooks. And as you can tell from the content we do, they're very different from like a traditional Mm -hmm. guidebook. They really take a deep dive into a cultural destination and creating content is is hard and it's limited. So our reach could only be so big. So we Mm -hmm. sat down to figure out a way as to how we could not only just expand our reach, but help people who are in the travel industry uh, really inspire their clients better. So that was really the inspiration behind the platform. So as you alluded to before, I was already attempting very horribly to do something like this myself before I met you, which is why I got so excited. So I really love, it goes beyond travel magazines, but of course, reading articles, listening to podcasts about different destinations, but most especially watching high quality YouTube videos of different destinations. And sometimes this is inspirational. Sometimes it's to a place that I have already been and that it's still fun to watch. But when you go to YouTube and you type in Italy, 99% of the content is nonsense. And a lot of it is vloggers. And that's just not professional content that we can send to clients. And so I started to find a very small handful of video content creators who were not really in their videos at all, except maybe a shot or two, but there wasn't any talking. It wasn't a vlog style video and they had drones and they had, you know, gimbals and they had all of the very high quality video creation equipment that they needed. And it was like, yes, this is what I can send to a client. But I was spending so much time looking for this and then I would find a really cool video, but it wasn't necessarily to the destination that my clients were asking for. And so there was always kind of this disconnect. So when I met you, that's, that's really what was behind all of that excitement is because I had already had the idea in my mind and you just executed it about 3 million times <laughs> I did. No, the the platform is uh, a really key part of the service. I mean, as you said, and as anybody who has, who deals with content knows that content is great if you can find the high quality content. And even then, once you have the high quality content, being able to send it in a branded professional environment is Mm -hmm. a lot better than just sending somebody a YouTube link because that puts them into YouTube land and where you really want to keep them in your environment and keep those calls to action. Action. And we have a team of experts at our company who are their destination ex- experts. They're researching these places all day long and they're sourcing content to draw out these specific aspects. And so our team is really doing that hard work for you. For every destination we cover, we cover about 2,500 destinations and nearly 50,000 pieces of content at this point. And for every destination, they go through and they say, well, what makes this place unique and different? Why is Rome different from London, right? What are those things that make that 
city or that region very special. And then mm-hmm. they start sourcing content to draw that out. And it's not just the individual topic, um, but they're also looking for, you know, people consume information in different ways. Some people really like listening to podcasts. Some people learn from video and some people like reading a book. Uh, so we're sourcing across different multimedia and we're also sourcing sort of different levels of depth. Some people like to keep things really light and entertaining. Other people want the lecture from the university professor. So we're sourcing across that as well. And we give you the, the filters to decide, well, what content do you want to share with your with your clients? We're not deciding what's appropriate for your clients. Uh, we're giving you the tools to, to go in and do that. So you, you've mentioned all of the sourcing and all of the content that they're looking for. Talk to me about what your team is looking for exactly and how do they decide what makes the cut and what is a high enough quality and what content is engaging enough? How are they making those decisions? Those are very, uh, very good questions. So we look at a couple of factors. The first is does does this tell you anything? You know, can you learn something from that? And that could be, uh, you know, a, a vignette video of a, you know, a drone going through this beautiful region, or even through a like a Vespa ride on a city. It gives you mm-hmm. a feel for what that destination is like. And obviously, articles and other videos do they communicate something about that aspect that you can actually use and learn from? And then the second key thing is that production value. Is this something that you could send to somebody? And not everything in the database is that super high TV quality content, but it does communicate that thing in a good way. And is, uh, you know, the person is telling a story that is compelling. Yeah. I would say that as I've looked through content on the platform, my decision of whether or not to send something to a client is never about the quality. Like it was on YouTube. I was strictly not sending things because the quality wasn't there. How I'm making a decision of what to send to clients and what not to. And that's of course a each client, like a a decision on based on each client is actually the content of, is this a topic that I feel like this client is going to be interested in? Is this a topic that is going to blend well with their upcoming itinerary? I'm making that decision based on the content itself and the story that they're telling as opposed to the quality. No, that's the, uh, that's the ideal way to do it. You know, everyone's interests are, are different, Um, you know, and, and we're sourcing content across, across everything. So, you know, sometimes we'll have content from like Vice, which is super high quality, but it's not going to be appropriate for every single client. And that's Mm -hmm. where that ability to select content that's just right for you. You know, some destination content platforms, if you sign up, they just give you their content for Rome. And that's what you get to send to your client. And that can leave a bad taste sometimes because you feel like maybe you want to edit it, but you can't, or you you know, need to send a mm-hmm. message to your client and say, well, this isn't exactly your itinerary, but I thought this was interesting. Whereas with our platform, you can you can really exclude everything that you don't feel is is interesting. And it, it makes it so quick to do. That's the thing. Just a one search and one click and you've created something to be able to send. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you also have, as you mentioned, like BBC interviews, which are going to be very scholarly, very intellectual. And not all clients are going to want that, but there are definitely some that are going to love that. 
Exactly. Exactly. And you know your clients the best, right? You've developed these relationships. You know what their interests are. And when you're talking to somebody about a product you're selling, you also know why they're looking at that specific product. I always use the example of maybe a a couple who's looking at a cruise to the med. And as an advisor, when you're talking to them, you begin to understand that the reason they are looking at that one specific cruise is because it stops in Bordeaux and not all of them do that. So then all of a sudden you can key in on that interest in wine, that desire to visit Bordeaux, and you can just send them a video saying of somebody, you know, talking about the wines of Bordeaux and say, here's a great video. I thought of you in our conversation. Let's get you there tasting that those wines in person. And that really does two things. The first is, you know, you're sending that to them and it, it's an easy way to start that conversation and give them something. It's almost giving to get. Um, but the other thing is that it really bonds your client to you because they know that you've heard why they're interested in something and you've gone out of your way, even though we know it only took you a minute to do it. Your client mm-hmm. feels that you went out of the way to create something special for them. Hey, Masters in Travel, we'll get back to the show in just a minute. I wanted to take a moment to invite you to a course I've co-created together with Corrine Johnson. That's right. It's called Trello for Your Travel Biz, and it's all about the one place where you can manage every project and store all of your brilliant ideas and most treasured resources for your travel business. This is where we track our new leads, create marketing plans, organize our library of destination research and supplier notes, keep track of our goals, and manage projects with our teams and with fellow travel We're offering two live sessions to show you how one free tool will enable you to do all of these things and so much more. Along with two live sessions to get started on building the foundation for your growing travel business, we've also included a set of templates to give you an epic head start and a live workshop so you can get things done with our guidance and ask questions as you go. We don't just want to show you the good stuff and then leave you hanging. If you want to join us, visit TrelloForYourTravelBiz.com to register. These sessions will begin on Tuesday, January 26th. That's TrelloForYourTravelBiz.com to learn more and to register. This page is linked in the show notes for you for easy access. All right, let's get back to the show. So let's dive in a little bit more to talk about how you see advisors utilizing this destination content to deliver the personal touch and also above and beyond that example that you just gave us, kind of the timing of some of this content. Do you see, I'm sure a lot of it is the full spectrum from the proposal stage to now we've confirmed your itinerary to now your trip isn't for another nine months. So now there's this big kind of waiting period to now actually once you get home. So what are some pro tips and best practices that you're seeing from advisors as to how they're utilizing this destination content. Yeah, I mean, you you really nailed it. People consume different content based on the stage of their journey. And we're really seeing advisors use it in two key phases to boost conversion and to enhance that trip. And in the boosting conversion phase, I mean, you got to think about what stage your, your guest is in right? If they are just coming to you and say, I've got two weeks to spend, where in the world should I go? Or I'm thinking of going to the Seychelles or Egypt. What do you think? That's really basic content you want to give them, right? You're you're just trying to float ideas by them, give them a feel for what these places are like. And that's where vignette videos just come in super valuable to that client who's making the decision between the Seychelles and Egypt, rather than talking to them and explaining the differences, videos are going to communicate a lot. You send one of the Seychelles, you send one of Egypt, and and you say, watch these and tell me which are you feeling? And the, mm-hmm. the video content really works for you and, and helps you 
get them to that decision phase. Once they've decided where they want to go, then then it becomes, okay, now we're starting to narrow things down. What specifically do you want to do? And that's where that content like that Bordeaux example comes in really handy, right? You're listening to what they're saying. You're keying on some themes, whether it's history or art or wine or whatever those really high level topics are that someone's interested in. And you can use that content to keep that sale moving, right? So everybody's got leads that are hot one day, then they're going warm. And now life has happened and it's a cool lead. And you've emailed them, you've called them a couple of times. You said, are you still interested in booking that trip? And you're just not hearing back. One of my favorite examples is just emailing somebody and saying, not are you interested in that trip, but I just came across this gorgeous video of Iceland or this mm-hmm. thing that you're interested in and we talked about and I just had to send it to you. It, it just reminded me of you immediately. Are you still thinking about that trip? And it just opens the door to a conversation uh, immediately. And I, I use that example often. <laughs> I've even been on a webinar and uh, someone emailed me during the webinar that I guess they were sort of listening half closely, but nevertheless, they took that example. They went and sent it to their client. And by the time the webinar was over, they had a response back. And it My was somebody goodness. who just you know hadn't responded to the other emails. And something like that just really opens the door. And that's something that we're seeing used right now. This is- very difficult time to sell travel, frankly, because everyone's in a different phase of their comfort Mm -hmm. level in talking about travel and thinking about booking travel. And as a travel advisor, the worst thing you can do is go away. You need them to be thinking of you when the time is right for them. And you don't have a crystal ball. You don't know when that's going to be, but you can use content to do exactly that. I know a couple of years ago, you had mentioned Iceland. I came across this video and Mm -hmm. that can open the door to the person saying, yeah, you know, get back to me in six months, you know, or I'm actually starting to look at products. Maybe we talk, you know, and and just I'm, I'm coming up with so many ideas just sitting here listening to you. And one of them is with all of these trips that have been postponed, keeping that excitement up. I mean, there's one trip I have in mind. My goodness, it's their honeymoon. And they were just going to go on this three week whirlwind of Europe. And we canceled, well, we postponed once and rescheduled. We had to postpone it again. And now it's rescheduled. And so just trying to keep their spirits up for that trip. I'm already thinking I have Paris content. I have Rome content. I have London content. I need to go send that to them just for a little pop in to say, I know that we're we're not going to do this until next summer, but here's a little thing to keep you excited, you know, because yeah. I get excited about that. I get excited about a trip that I'm not even planning yet, but I know that I want to go there someday. And I listen to a podcast. I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to get there. Even if it's not even in the works yet. There is just, there's so many difficult conversations advisors have to have there with their clients. And there's a lot of health and safety now, but the content gives you a way to elevate that conversation and keep remind people why they're traveling to these destinations Mm -hmm. in the first place and take it out of the the chore of this rebooking and and worrying about this and send something, let's take something going on safari and just a video of 
96 seconds of baby elephant. It can My just goodness. really make someone smile and get excited, even though their trip might be postponed for another year. Absolutely. So I am the kind of um, person that I'm generally all or nothing. So when I got into your platform, I started <laughs> making playlists of 30, 40 videos on Morocco and on Egypt and on Spain. And I realized after a time that nobody's going to sit down for four hours and watch all of this content. So talk to me about how do you generally see advisors sharing the content? Do you see them sending a playlist with maybe three or four things on it, or maybe one link in an email or one link over a text message? I'm I'm assuming that it's not the way that I have set it up in which it is just like, (laughs) whole playlist. I think the playlist is, should be more of my curated playlist. And then exactly. I pick and choose what I send because I, I overwhelmed myself when I got into this platform because I was just too excited. <laughs> That's We see that. We do see that a lot. That's sort of the first. I'm sure you're the, behind the scenes. Like, wait, me. <laughs> No, just too much. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's good to go through, see what's available, what resonates. You know, there's going to be themes across every, every travel advisor has their own personal brand. So there's going to be content that's right for your guests in general. And it does give you a uh, sort of a, a, another curated list to choose from. But you're exactly right. The the best practice is really one to five pieces of content. And because that's what guests have time to consume. Now we're seeing consumption is definitely up. People have a lot more time. But you know, if that one video that talks about the wines of Bordeaux is just as powerful as if you had sent 10 different things on wines in the region. So you alluded to earlier that there is content to inspire, but there's also content to inform. And so one thing that I started to realize is that you gave the example of, I think, Seychelles and Egypt Mm -hmm. earlier. And I had that exact same situation. I had a client who has never been to Italy and just could not decide if they wanted to include the Amalfi Coast or Cinque Terre. And two two very comparable destinations, also two very different destinations. But if for someone who's never been there and doesn't know a lot, they seem similar. So that's exactly what I did is I went and found some very inspirational content to kind of show them what those two places are going to look like. But then we have the deeper dives into the more intellectual content. So you've categorized all the content on your platform as novice, intermediate, and expert, which is really, really helpful because then I can really narrow down, am I looking for inspiration? So I want novice or am I looking for something more intellectual? And I then I go to the intermediate and expert. So how does your team decide how to categorize all of the content into these three kind of sections? Yeah, as you would expect, but it's sort of a, a bell curve, right? So most of the content is probably going to fit into an intermediate range. And then you have your expert content, which is going to be a little lower, but and novice content is going to be a little higher. But the way our team is looking at it is what sort of brain power does it take to consume this content? And I'll just give you an example of what mm-hmm. uh, something that could be the three different ranges. Let's take risotto alla milanese, the saffron risotto of Milan. One topic, three different videos, novice, expert, and intermediate. So the novice video would just be one of those quick, no words, really music, um, sort of recipe on the screen showing you the steps on how to make it, right? Very easy to consume, probably about a minute, Mm -hmm. really just shows you the steps to making the dish. Something intermediate is going to be a chef explaining some of the steps to to actually making it, right? That would be a great thing to send somebody who's actually a home cook, who might actually want to make that or know a little bit more about why this specific dish is quintessential to Milan. Mm -hmm. And then in an expert video, you could have someone really talking 
about the rice production, what different types of saffron that is goes into it, the actual, the historical recipe versus the modern recipe and how that has changed. All super interesting content, but it's really, you know, what's that depth level? And, you know, some something that's more novice, again, as we've talked about before, is going to be really good for somebody who hasn't decided exactly, do they want to go to a destination? Whereas once someone starts planning their itinerary, they know where they're going to go. They're going to start asking different questions. And that's when your content's going to skew more probably intermediate and certainly expert for some of your most curious clients. Expert might not be for everyone, or it might be a supplement, right? Where you have the quick video on how to make the risotto, but then you have somebody really talking about the rice production, which is totally interesting and unique to the Lombardy and Piedmont areas of it. So do you generally see that the more novice inspirational content is kind of used in that pre-planning phase in which you're working on proposals, you're inspiring clients, helping them to decide which destination they're going to go to next. And then we kind of tend toward intermediate and expert as they've already booked their trip and we're getting closer, or is that too much of a making it simple? Yeah, I think it puts it too much into into a box because the novice content can also be really good for somebody who has decided, they've already decided their itinerary, but maybe they're not so so much of a history buff and they just want the sure. light version of, of something. You know, there's great content from like National Geographic and Smithsonian that might talk about, let's say, the the Blarney Stone in Ireland. And it could just be light and fun and enhances their their trip. So it really comes down to how do you feel about this itinerary that's coming together and, and what's your feel on the client? Yeah, I think we're just kind of circling back around every time to how personalized this platform really enables you to be with your clients. Yes. Um, because yeah, now I kind of know the answer to my question. You can't just assume that it's we skew up from novice intermediate expert as we go along the process. Because as you mentioned, some clients have no interest in expert content ever, while others want to see the expert content before they've decided where they're going to go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, and, and sometimes there's just interesting things. I mean, a lot of what we've seen, especially recently, is advisors uh, going into the database and not with an itinerary in mind. They're creating virtual journeys for their clients who can't travel anywhere. And it's, it's seeding oh. potential destinations for the future. Right. I had somebody who put together just a small collection of about three things on Jerusalem. And, you know, one was about the Western Wall, one was about the Dome of the Rock, and one was the, the church. And it gave a peek into this destination. The client hadn't been asking to go there, wasn't something that they, uh, you know, was ever on their, their list, but maybe now it is. And it, it gave the advisor a way just to stay in touch, right? Wow. You, you don't always want to be going out to somebody and saying, hey, I'm selling. What are you buying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> although you do want to say that. I mean, frankly, yeah. that is really what we're doing. We're just yeah. using content to do it in a different way, to do it in a softer way and really be an advisor. I really love that idea. And it's definitely not something I, I feel like I had the beginnings of that idea without finalizing how I was actually going to execute it. So there were a lot of conversations going on prior to 2020 as to where the next trip was going to be. Or also on my form, I ask, you know, besides the trip that you want to plan,
plan right now? Where are you thinking to go in the next three to five years? Just because it helps me kind of get a sense of like, who am I talking to? Is this a is this a bucket list person? Is this a really off the beaten path person? Is this a I need to do Italy, Greece, and Spain in the next three to five years? You know, who who am I talking to? Yeah. And so I have all this information from my clients, and you've just given me the perfect way to kind of utilize that and stay in touch because we all know that there are clients who, if you call them right now and you had nothing to talk about other than to check in and say, how are you? They're going to love that. And 30 minutes later, you're still going to be on the phone. There are other clients that if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a reason to reach out, you kind of get the vibe from them of like, why, why are you calling me? Why are you emailing me? So I love these examples of just a really great way for all these different types of clients of saying, Hey, you know, prior to 2020, we were talking about this next destination. I thought of you when I saw this video, or I know that we're planning Italy right now, but I also know that Greece is a destination that you'd like to visit in the future. I saw this video and I thought of you. I'm going to, I've got some, I've got about three or four more items just added to my to-do list from this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, uh, that's great. And the other thing is you can even use information from other clients to sort of test the waters with different clients, right? Where somebody, you know, maybe you have clients that have a similar profile, or maybe you don't. Somebody who's always booking adventure vacations with you, well, maybe you just want to send them something on a cultural destination and just see if it's even interesting to them. And it's a nice way to do it rather than just ask them, are you interested in going to Jerusalem? Because you're pretty sure, given you always Mm -hmm. book adventure vacations for them, the answer is going to be no. But if they see something that sparks an idea, and that's where the intermediate content, even expert content can come in really valuable. I really appreciate that. And I I love clients who are open to ideas. And I think everyone's open to ideas, even if they don't seem like they are. Some clients really come to us and they always have their next destination ready to go. And they're not asking you, where should I go? But when you just present some new ideas, sometimes people are interested in destinations and they don't even know it yet. They just need to see a really interesting article, watch a really cool video. And then suddenly that's added to their list. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, this this time is so good to do these things, right? The, we're seeing uh, not all advisors. I think a, a lot of advisors, uh, they had tremendous amount of cancellations and now it's sort of, you know, waiting to see what's going to happen. Um, but this is the time to really focus on, because things are going to get busy very, very quickly. And yeah. now you have the time to build some of these stories that you can then tap into once things start really kicking in. And and I would venture to say also, this is a great time to use this sort of platform, but also don't stop when we get busy because when we do get busy, clients might start feeling like, we want our clients to feel like they're our only client. And when we get really busy, sometimes it's hard to pull that off. But if you send on a random Tuesday, send over a video and say, hey, I thought of you, now they're back thinking, wow, I, she, she must not have too many clients right now because I don't know how she had time to do that. So it really exactly. makes us look like a superstar. Yeah. And by choosing just one video, one, it's more impactful for your client, but two, it's really easy for you to do. Jennifer, you know that I'm a big fan of approach guides. Thank you so much for sharing your passion to reimagine the way that we as travelers explore the world and connect with local cultures and the way that we as travel advisors can connect and stay engaged with our clients. You can find out more about approach guides on their website at approachguides.com slash advisors. You can also follow them on Instagram. Their handle is at approach guides. You can find Jennifer 
on Instagram at Jennifer Razor. It's her last name is R-A-E-Z-E-R. All of these are linked in the show notes for you. If you're interested to see a sample content guide from Approach Guides, which I really think everyone should go check out because I think it really brings it to life once you see what this actually looks like, you can go to approachguides.com, enter your email and see a sample destination content guide for Hawaii, Iceland, or Venice. Jennifer has also generously offered listeners of Masters in Travel one month off an annual subscription. You can use the discount code Masters in Travel. Jennifer, thank you again for your willingness and for your enthusiasm to be a part of the conversation. Thank you so much, Whitney. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Masters in Travel. If you want more, head over to mastersintravelpod.com for show notes and links to the resources we discussed in today's episode. If you loved today's interview as much as I did, please take a moment to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and be sure to share this podcast with an advisor who is ready to level up their travel business. To continue the conversation, find us on Instagram at Masters in Travel, where we preview upcoming episodes and engage with our listeners to decide what topics to cover next. We'll see you next time.